Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Hey, bud. What's hey. going on? Hey, you know, like this is our uh, our big uh, New Year's episode. Yeah. New Year, new me. Yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, say goodbye to 2020. That's right. Uh, vaccines are on their way. They better be. Well, slowly. Yeah. We'll get them eventually, right? Uh, right. We're probably last on the list. Specifically podcasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like uh, the, the infirm, the elderly, uh, cool people, the rich, and then podcasters way down. There. Yeah. <laughs> if you host a podcast, it yeah. doesn't matter if you're elderly. You're still at the bottom. of the list. Well, I feel like that's a significant portion of uh, of the population these days, too. But like, <laughs> I think everyone has one, especially well during quarantine, especially. Yeah, well, what else are you going to do? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think like uh, I read a stat that uh, 20 billion podcasts started during yeah. quarantine. I don't know how many of them were started with people's moms. It's like, you know, you want to talk to your mom. You got to get her on somehow. That might be a podcast that I'm interested in. Yeah. Do Specifically, it. you and your mom. I'll do it. <laughs> I feel like mom would. Uh, it would take her a bit to get into it, but I think at first she'd be very boring. Because <laughs> she'd be she'd be trying to be like, OK, this is fun, I guess, but not really knowing what's going on and not doing anything. But once she loosens up, I think she could be good. Uh, what would you and your mom? What would be the theme of that podcast? Oh, me and my mom. What would be the theme? Um, Maybe we could maybe, uh, I don't know, watch cool movies. No, everyone does a movie. We'll make fun <laughs> of my family. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that everyone uh, can immediately know about. Yeah, my yeah, everyone else in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because uh, I think that the main reason that interests me is because I the listeners at home may not know. I just don't know anything about your relationship with your mom, anything. Uh, uh, I've never met your mom. Yeah, that. Well, I mean, I don't remember the last time she came to Toronto, actually. It was probably when I was still living at the last place I was at, too. So I think that's one of the few things I do know about your mom is you yeah. complaining that she never comes to Toronto. Well, they're always like, you never visit. I'm like, well, they don't either. <laughs> it's a two way street here, people. Mm -hmm. But it's not all about you and your mom today. Could be. <laughs> I'll call her. That's true. Maybe we'll have a phone in at the end. <laughs> it's about our guest today. We got writer. We got actor. We got comedian John Blair here. Hello. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, so excited to have you. Mm -hmm. um, you were a uh, guest that was demanded of us to have on like three years ago, <laughs> and we finally made it happen. <laughs> And I'm I'm it's unfortunate. I'm sorry that I've got to be on it the same week that, that Damien's mom is going to be on. But I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to, to meeting her. Yeah, it'd be great. Hey, listen, no reason to be sorry. That's a big get. I got to say, you know, it's like that's a huge double bill. Hey, you're, co you're coming out of the new year really strong here. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing with the new year. We're going to have uh, double interviews uh, with our moms at the end each time. Great. Uh, yeah, we, we'll get uh, our moms to completely break down your uh, career. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's going to be magical. <laughs> uh, one of the things that, uh, yeah, I mean, um, 
I mentioned that you were uh, uh, where uh, our audience was wanting you on. I'm trying to get the right words for it, but I can't think of it. Yeah. Um, not recommended, but demanded. Yeah. Um, was uh, because of people watching. Um, so we had uh, Natalia Bushnick on a long time yeah. ago. And yeah, I was. I, I heard that episode. That was uh, the uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Ratter uh, losing his skin and having to sleep on his own couch because <laughs> a, a snake identity theft him. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Amazing. You I listened to it in preparation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when uh, after Natalia was on, we had, uh, I guess, a big crossover with people watching. They were demanding more people from people watching. Your name was coming up. We had... Uh, Actually, like Hannon on like a couple months ago, too. Yeah, and in true spooked fashion, we ignored those demands for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're well, great. It's great to have you on, and uh, it's such an amazing show, too. Oh well, well, thank you very much. I'm 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 really glad that uh, that that I can now kind of join uh, some of the other members of that uh, of that really excellent cast on on doing the show that's that's really and, and I'm, that's so nice that i was recommended for that that's great <laughs> yeah i um so you do uh you do acting you do the voiceover mm -hmm. uh writer on 22 minutes as well yeah did that for a bit yeah um you've uh you've done it all so i think my big question here is that if you have to choose between and I haven't done this question on the podcast no, in a while. while. Yeah. If you have to choose between acting, comedy, or writing, which one gets the boot? Oh, one of them gets the boot. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, well, first of all, um, maybe I need to distinguish between like, okay, like if we're gonna draw a line between like acting and comedy, mm -hmm. um, are we defining acting as like, um. Yeah, like serious professional acting. I would say anything like I guess like live comedy and film or film okay. television. So you could do comedic acting. Yeah, you can still do comedic acting. Okay. 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 Um. Yeah, well, then acting goes because I'm I'm never gonna get any work in that anyway. So <laughs> that's if I'm being realistic, that's like, um, you know, once every four or five years i'll get a part in something that i didn't film myself in my house so yeah that one's out of there easily that's 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 the kill of that trio i'm sorry to say i love it but i'm trying to be pragmatic here hey man i i feel you there don't worry yeah yeah i think uh i, I well i think with it our uh our people watching listeners are going to be very disappointed with that well um <laughs> Uh, oh God, you're right. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll check back with them in three years. Yeah, we'll, yeah. See, see what they think then. Yeah. We'll respond to their email then. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, how did you get uh, started into uh, um, the world of like uh, the arts here? Uh, were you starting off wanting to be a writer or a comedian? What uh, inspired you first? Um, I joined in. I went to film school and in my first year of film school, I joined an improv uh, troupe that uh, also did sketch. And um, I kind of just started writing a lot of, uh, of sketch stuff through that. I started doing like um, cartoons and, and drawing cartoons and, and stuff like that. And um, got really into sketch and improv in like university. Mm -hmm. um, 
and was really like on track to like really make something of it for a while and then didn't for like five eight years and um yeah so it was just kind of um you know, I went to school with this idea of I was going to be this, you know, filmmaker, great screenwriter or whatever. And then I just was like, no, nah, I just want to go to like comedy practice instead <laughs> every week. And uh, yeah, and then I guess about eight years after that, I joined the Sketchersons when Comedy Bar opened. And I've mm -hmm. been just sort of doing sketch stuff in town and beyond ever since. Right. Well, like uh, it's interesting too to uh, think about uh, starting like the film production world, wanting to um, direct and everything. I went to film school too. I went for the acting department, and I I had uh, my best friends were in the uh, film department, but so introverted. So it's interesting to go to comedy through um, mm -hmm. through that. Of course, the writing has the big mm -hmm. connection there. But yeah, yeah, it's um for me like. I was always so bummed out because I like got a film degree and I was like, oh man, like I've never actually ended up using my film degree. And now I've been locked in my home for a year and I've just been sh like shooting a sketch show in my home. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm actually doing it. Like, <laughs> I'm using a camera and setting focal lengths yeah. and doing, well, not, not, not three point lighting, but close. And I'm like, oh wow, I'm kind of, kind of applying my skills um <laughs> so it's been you know a slight vindication two decades later yeah <laughs> yeah um you've uh, you've done the uh the toronto path though i think like we have such a big american listenership and i keep stressing to them that this uh how hard it is to be uh <laughs> like a canadian in the film industry mm. uh because you have um hit the top of it right like in toronto uh Skechersons, uh writing on 22 minutes uh you were on a uh tv show as well um i mean this is now like uh, you're at the very top of Canadian. Oh, <laughs> oh God, you're right. <laughs> so now you're making your own stuff and that's how I guess you take it to the next level yeah. in Canada, but you hit yeah, the top. I, guess. <laughs> I think the big thing, it always just feels like there's nothing to sustain it once you kind of get there. You're like there for a minute and then it's just like, all right, we're done. Yeah, that's always what oh, it God. seems to be, you know? Yeah. I've been even like I'm doing this this show that I'm doing now and I and I I film all the sketch stuff and I put it out in, in in half hour blocks so it's like it's like a bona fide actual TV show mm -hmm. and I put it out and it's out for like two weeks and people go like wow that was really good I liked it I'm like yes and then I'm like well <laughs> okay that that small amount of dopamine wore off and I'm still just hanging around. <laughs> I guess I'll put on a pot of coffee and make another one of these, um, <laughs> which is not a super sustainable mechanism, but yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're still, um, you're at the ceiling of Canada um, and you are just picking away until you break through to being beyond Canada. Yeah. I actually almost, um, and it's, I guess I can uh, talk about this now. It's probably okay to talk about this now. Um, in like February, February or March, I came really close to getting a writing gig on a show in New York. And when it didn't happen, I was I was um, really bummed out. Um, but I was like, well, I got close. I can, you know, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep trying to hustle. And then immediately 
the pandemic hits and it's worse in New York than anywhere in the beginning. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, well, I would have been like, well, here I am in the big city. And that would have been like my first week and I wouldn't have been allowed to go home and I'd still be there yeah. and I'd have probably died. So it's like, well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to choose to see the lighter side here. <laughs> and now we've seen a new uh, height of success in Canada. Surviving. <laughs> yes. I did it. <laughs> Another career milestone. Well, I got to that's one thing, you know, we're down here in the partially refinished basement of Canadian comedy. Yeah. I feel this lockdown has just brought everyone down here to hang out with us and watch TV. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Everyone's just coming downstairs, yeah, pulling yeah. up a chair. It's a little drafty, but grab a blanket. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, that brings us to uh, the big question here. Mm. We got to know, John, do you believe in ghosts? Ooh. You know what? I've, I, I, that's something because I know that's something that you ask a lot of people, and I ha- kind of really had to reckon with myself over whether or not I do. Because, mm-hmm. like, anyone who's seen a lot of my own comedy knows how many, like, how just chock full of ghosts and vampires and werewolves and skeletons it is, I, like, to an obsessive degree. But, like, <laughs> if I actually yeah. had to really reckon with myself over whether or not I deeply believe in ghosts. I I wonder if I have enough remaining like sense of wonder to just believe in that on blind faith, you know, like have I just become too cynical where I'm like, no way, nothing, nothing cool like that ever happens. Um, I think I, I mean, I want to be open to the possibility. Um, if I was presented with a ghost, I want to believe I would be a person who would who not be the person who goes, no, nah, man, that's not a ghost. Um, <laughs> Because also in a ghost situation, that guy dies. Uh, yep. But uh, yeah, uh, I I realize I'm not giving you a very good black and white answer here. <laughs> no, um, but I I mean what I'm getting here is that um you that you are skeptical, but your passion towards the subject matter is yeah. what makes you want to yeah believe it. It's kind of yes with an if, no with a but. You know, yeah. like it's it's it, like God, I hope so. I do, but uh, I'm I'm worried I'm becoming too jaded. I think, I think that's what uh, 2020 needs at the end of it is just ghosts are real, just a, a proven <laughs> fact. Like just, on the last day, yeah. Last day. <laughs> uh, so, everyone, if you're listening to this in in 2021, and ghosts have been proven real. Um, <laughs> Just take that into account that we didn't know that yet. Yeah. 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 Can we take something else? Maybe, maybe like uh, Wolfman are real or Dracula is real. Uh, no, I think that ghosts are Wolfman and Dracula. I'm going to feel a little bit of danger towards. Well, the thing about Wolfman is just we just have to lock down on the full moon and everyone's already used to locking. down. Yeah, they're so good at that be, now. Yeah, be pretty good. All right. I guess that would be that'd be. Pretty but cool. how are they going to prove that under lockdown? Because the, the werewolves the are outside. Well, only on the full moon. Will we get a full moon before lockdown? I'm just saying that the mm. the easiest one to prove has to be the ghost because you're stuck in your house right now yeah. with the ghost. Yeah, well, that's true. And everyone has new recording equipment that yeah. they've purchased over the past year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so. not, we could prove zombies because they'd all just be slamming into our sliding glass doors. <laughs> we think it's an Uber driver. I do, I do find it uh really interesting that like uh 
that purchases are being made like crazy right now. Oh, that, yeah. That things like I mean, like, I don't know what the 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 stock is like in recording equipment and everything. But I know that, like, I'm reading all of these articles about, like, uh, Pokemon cards being at their height. And, like, <laughs> there's a Wayne Gretzky card that's now worth over a million dollars and, like, all collectibles and everything uh, during quarantine have really? just skyrocketed. Well, I get it. I mean, people are stuck inside. I I'm sure a lot of people were going through their closets and finding their old stuff. And they're like, oh, I should get back into that. Also, you're a lot more into the collector world now I, too. So I you am. hear a lot more about it. I am, but I'm a big part of that too because I, during quarantine, I found out that I have valuable things, mm -hmm. uh, collector's items, and I ended up selling uh, these two pop toys of the Sex Pistols, Sid Vicious and Johnny Rotten, for five hundred dollars. Just these two seriously things I bought for ten dollars each. Yeah, well, I got to call my mom because she got rid of some of my stuff or lost it. So that's the first thing we're going to talk about when we bring, <laughs> yeah, bring that bring that up. When yeah. Calls in, yeah. Is that yeah. all my valuable stuff is gone and it's all thanked to her. <laughs> it's, 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 she owes me five hundred dollars is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I know the rest of us have been keeping on to our collectibles. Yeah, well, you heard it here, mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. Uh, John, have you ever had a paranormal experience like when you were young or anything like that? Uh, I can't say that I have. Um, I I think any kind of weird experience that I had could be chalked up to my own, um, you know, stupidity or accident proneness. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've shocked myself a bunch of times, um, you know. Trip down the stairs, set a ghost. Yeah, absolutely. Trip down the stairs. Once I tripped down the stairs so hard, I got a bump on my head, like in cartoons. Um, <laughs> like for real, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like. I think any kind of bad or weird things that have happened to me in my childhood or or anything like that have have generally clearly been my own doing in a way that you could probably <laughs> easily prove in like yeah. court, like ghost court. And now, uh, if you do see a ghost, everyone's going to blame it on that bump on your head. Yeah, that guy has brain damage. <laughs> when when you got that bump on your head, did you turn into your alter ego? Oh yeah, it was, yeah. like like last my memory, I was my personality was completely different. <laughs> yeah, like when Fred Flintstone uh, turned into Frederico, and he was the ladies' man. <laughs> he got into a lot of trouble for that. I think that was just an alibi Fred was using to cat around. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Oops, no. my head again. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Wilma, or whatever your name is. <laughs> I guess a triceratops egg bonked me on the head, and now I've got to go sleep around. I can't help it. It's my brain. <laughs> Finally, an excuse. A scoundrel. <laughs> yeah. That'd be uh, such a crazy excuse to use in real life. <laughs> I, I got bonked on the head and lost my memory. Honestly, like, I'm ashamed it, that people haven't tried it. <laughs> you have to find so many like recurring reasons to get bonked on the head, like to the extent <laughs> of like King yeah. from the 60s Batman show. <laughs> like, you just keep leaving your bowling ball on the top shelf for some reason. It got me again. <laughs> it got me again. Just keep it on the floor. Just keep it on the floor. <laughs> Uh, I think we have a show. <laughs> we do. Oh, God, there it is. <laughs> this the Funstones reboot was really like a lot more about Fred 
finding weird ways to cheat on his wife. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a rated R Flintstones read. <laughs> One that could only be written in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I think HBO is going to pick it up. <laughs> on that note, we got a story of our own to tell. That's right. Ooh. We all drew positions beforehand. Uh, John, do you want to reveal what you drew? Yes, I drew the swing. Meaning I have no responsibilities in the story, correct? That's it. I'm you running wild and free. Oh, yeah. Oh, Whatever yeah. you want, whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I drew the celebrity. We all know what that means. Uh-huh. Go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give me four options. I have to choose one of those people to be at some point in the story. Um, my options are Abraham. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Nicole Kidman, yeah, Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo, and Charles Darwin. <laughs> All right, that's an interesting poll. Yeah, I'd love to have a dinner with those four. <laughs> are, are, this is Abraham from the, the Bible, Bible I'm I assume? assuming. Yeah, yeah, which I only know of him as like uh, the line is God said to Abraham, something like that. But I don't know what he even said. Uh, <laughs> was Abraham Is the he... one where he had to kill his own kids? God was like, kill your own kids. And he was like, OK, if God said so. And then at the last minute, God was like, what? No, don't. I just wanted to see if you would. Yeah, that's uh, well, I mean, I got to be Abraham because that's the Bible story I can really get behind. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right one, but you know, who knows? <laughs> do you do you get to do you get to kind of decide as the story unfolds or do you are you do you gotta come in locked and loaded? Um, it can go either way. Okay, cool. <laughs> it could change at a moment's notice. Yeah. I well, I, I can say rigid. I can say I'm Abraham now, but all of a sudden I'm shooting soccer balls all around. As Nicole Kidman. As Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> She's known for that. Yeah. Uh, and that means I drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to canigetit.com for a location, a relationship, or a word. Let's do a uh, uh, relationship. Piano tuner and concept artist. Ooh, that's a tricky one. (laughs) Piano tuner and concept artist. All right. Yeah. Let's let's try it out with, uh, I don't know, someone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> whoever your celebrity is celebrity will be there yeah they'll be there i guess <laughs> uh, it was the big day of the concert barry was getting ready to have the show of his life they had just sold out the the amphitheater he was ready to have thousands of people come and see this work that he'd been working on for years Finally, the culmination of all that hard work was going to pay off. The press was going to be there. The guy from the symphony was going to be there who turned him down years ago. His ex-wife was going to be there. Man, this was going to show them all what true art really was. Barry was getting ready to blow the roof off that place. But as he sat down at his piano, he put his fingers on the keys and began to tinkle. But something was off. Bing, 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 bing. That's right. His piano was out of tune. No, no, no. This won't do at all. This won't do at all. My piano on the day of the big concert out of tune? 
why, this is simply out of sorts. My ex-wife and the leader of the symphony and all the press and everyone else are going to see me play an auto-tuned piano. No, 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 no. Think, Barry, think. There must be some contingency, some, some manner of expert who can, who can, oh, right, no, we have a whole guy for this. Um, Le Leopold, 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 come oh, presently. Oh, Barry, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Work your magic on the on the inner chords and 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 plinks and and, and plonks of this of this grand piano before my performance. It simply can't have one note out of place, because tonight is the night I will show them all. Show them all with my expert piano playing. But it can only be done on a tuned piano. Do you see? Okay, Barry. Uh, I got something to tell you. Um, you know how on my resume it said I could tune pianos. Yes, I remember it fondly, reading, reading that resume on that wonderful day, saying, yes, at last, this is the man. This is the man to tune my piano. Yeah, I might have fudged it a little bit to make me seem a little more appealing. I just never really thought it would need to happen. Leopold. Yeah? Do you, do you mean to tell me that elements of your curriculum vitae are a fabrication? A fabrication to gain employment on false grounds? Oh, Barry, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I never really wanted to do that. Hey, listen, I I'm not a piano uh, tuner or nothing. That was the point you made up? That was the grounds on which I hired you, Leopold. I was hoping it was something like your age or your education. You're not a piano tuner at all? Well, yeah, I, I, so I've never even really seen a piano before. <laughs> You've never seen... <laughs> I don't think. I don't even know what they look like. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Now, we can power through this, Leopold. First of uh, all, this, have you ever seen me play this? Yeah, that, that big boxy thing. Yes, that's the piano. That's the piano. Oh, I've seen a ton of those, all the concerts that you do. Well, there you go. Good. Okay, good. Well, then we're halfway there. You've seen a piano. Okay. Now, listen to this for a second. Mm-hmm. Bing. Pink. Plunk. Plink. Do you see how that sounds bad? Yeah, I don't like it very much. Mm-hmm. Neither do I. Neither will my ex-wife Sharon, or the reviewers coming to see my show, or that bastard who kept me away from the symphony so many years ago. So we need to make it sound good, and that's what tuning is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I understand. So if I just tell the piano and whisper inside of it like this, hey, you better work for my friend Barry. He needs to get his ex-wife back. Now it should be all good for you. Well, only one way to find out, although I feel like I already know. Blink. Blink. My God, Leopold. It didn't work. My God, Leopold. I, I think the that sounded a little better. It did sound a little better. So here's what I want you to do. I'm going to leave and scream into the sweater sleeve <laughs> that I have on the sweaters of my sleeve okay. in a quiet room. So I'm ready for my performance. And by the time I return, I would love, I would absolutely love, Leopold, for you to have figured this out so that my life is not destroyed. Okay. And if I figure it out, we can still be good friends? 
yes, if you figure it out, we can still be good friends. And you won't be mad at me about my resume anymore? No, because your resume won't be a lie anymore because now you can tune a piano and now you are a piano tuner. And I can get a raise because I can actually tune the piano? (laughs) We'll have to discuss that after the show because ideally, should all go well, I will be a rich pianoman able to finance many a tuner, but you, chief among them all, should you accomplish this simple task for me, Leopold. So what do you say, like 15, 15, 20, you've got it? Listen, 25 or no deal. Shrewd as always, 25. You got it then. I'll get this piano ready for you, Barry, and you're going to get your wife back, and they're going to do a good review, and the symphony guy's probably even going to kiss your feet. That's the spirit, Leopold. That's the spirit. Positive thinking. Off I go to scream. Barry ran up to his dressing room and dramatically trashed it, using two (laughs) arms to slam everything off the counter. (laughs) Meanwhile, poor Leopold was forlorn beside the piano. What was he going to do? There was no way for him to tune a piano on such short notice. Oh, God. I don't even know where to start. You don't know where to start? Oh, down from the rafters, a voice came. Maybe I can help you out. You just you got a rope tied to you and you're coming down. Is that one of the stunts in the show? Or no, 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 no. Just did that yourself. See, this symphony hall, this place, this is where I live. Oh, my God. That's right. I'm the Phantom of the Symphony Hall. Oh, my God. I heard legend about you. Yeah, I live in the basement. I wear this spooky Halloween mask, and I come out and scare people now and then. Let me see. Oh, yeah, it's just a normal (laughs) face under there. Yeah, I'm not even dead. Yeah, you don't need it. I don't know why they call me a phantom. I guess it's because I just climb into the rafters and hide. Lingery. Yeah, that's what I do. Do you like my cape? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's a style choice. Gold. Thank you, you would think you wouldn't wear one that bright if you wanted to just blend into the shadows, but it really stands out. I don't really want to blend in. I just like escaping. You want to be a star? I want to be a star, but the thing is, I never had the chops to be a star. I mean, I'm about to have a pretty high position here mm. in the production. Yeah. When I tune this piano, maybe I can put a word in for you. You can tune a piano? No, I can't. But well, if I could, then I would have a really high position, probably. Listen. I'm going to be paid $25 an hour. $25 an hour? Uh-huh. Most I ever got paid was $6 an hour. Oh, that's Listen, bad. If you give me five of those $25 an hour, maybe, just maybe, I can help you tune that piano. Okay, uh, five of the dollars, so then I'm back to 20, but I did negotiate from 20 raised to 25. Uh, I can do it one time only. What, like one hour, you mean? Yeah, one of my hours, I can give you five. So you want me to help you for $5? <laughs> Well, the highest you were paid before was six, so maybe seven. Oh, you're going to give me seven dollars for an hour's worth of work? Yeah. Any more you're paying me for the next hour. That's that's the deal. Half. Half. If it's over an hour, then I'll pay you half of the next hour. Man, this guy is a shrewd negotiator. Listen, I'll do it for half the second hour, but you got to buy me lunch. 
lunch. Okay, a lot riding on me not lasting this longer than an hour. Now, come back to my secret lair. I think I have something that'll help solve this problem. Wait a minute, are you just trying to get me to your secret lair so that it takes longer and I have to pay you for that extra hour? What? Why would I do that? It better be quick, mister. Okay, it is. Here, we just gotta slowly climb up this rope. Oh, uh, slowly? Yeah. Oh, no, fast. You don't want to get tired halfway up. Oh, that's true. Okay, okay, yes. Okay, and so the two climb slowly up the rope, getting closer and closer to the secret lair. Oh, oh wait a minute. I think I forgot my keys. Down. No, 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 you t- <laughs> I'll be right back. You wait here. No, no, you, you're staying up there. We can get in without your keys. All right. Well, in, in through here. Come on in. God damn it. I know. I knew I shouldn't have trusted you. Well, you did. And this is where you're at. So you want to get it done or you want to get back to the floor and be a failure? No. Yes, I want to get it done. All right. Through this door here. Now, I have something that just might be able to solve your problem. Oh, here you go. Is this a book? It's the phone I- book. Oh, so I can call oh. someone who actually knows what the hell's going on. Oh. I'm not actually a phantom. I don't have any powers or anything. All I got is directory assistance. I thought at least you would have stolen books from here over the years, like a how-to Listen, tune a I'm piano not a thief. quickly. I'm a phantom. Well, how'd you get the phone book then? It comes in the mail. All right, then. All right. And so the two flipped through the pages and found what they needed to find. Piano tuners. Wait. So you gave me the mm-hmm. book, the phone yes. book. I found the piano tuner. Yeah. You're free to go. Oh, this is my house. So you're free to go. But I need to call the piano tuner. Well, you're using my phone. So I don't know why I have to leave. Well, because you're just trying to get another hour out of me. All you needed to do was give me the phone book and send me on my way. It seems like you're wasting time by not making that call. Tick tock. You're right. God, I fucking hate this guy. Hey, Pete's Pianos, this is Pete. What's up? Oh, um, hi. I'm down at the uh, music hall and we have an emergency of piano tuning. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I do that. I'm a trained piano tuner. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Just come so down and tune it up? Yeah, if you could, if you could. Now, I can't pay you. Okay, well, uh, generally, uh, I don't know how, how this normally works for you, but uh, I, I normally do this for money. It takes about uh, $30, $30 an hour is uh, what I 30, charge. 30 I That's... only make 25 <laughs> Well, uh, well, well, make it doing what? You're just kind of calling a guy, aren't you? Well, uh, well, I'm supposed to be the piano tuner. And yet, okay, where's this? Where's this uh, concert hall? Uh, it's on. It's on seventh, three thirty nine seventh. Three thirty nine seventh. Oh boy. Okay, that's gonna take a little while. Uh, well, how long? I'm on a bike, and uh, I'm not very good at riding it. So, uh, just take a little bit. Oh, can uh, you, you think like 20 minutes? Yeah, probably 20, 25, 30. Okay, that's that's fine then. We can we, we can get there and t- just make sure that you really step on it. And also, um, if my boss comes, you have to put yourself in my jacket and pretend like your arms are my arms. So it looks like I'm tuning piano. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, standard arms tune. Yeah, we yeah, we do that. 
Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it's a deal. And twenty five. I'll pay you one of my hours. You pay me one of your one of your hours. Okay. Well, that's a it's it's you know what it's a bit of a it's a bit of a cut for me, but uh, you seem like a nice kid, and uh, I'm already on the bike. I, I got started early, so I'll uh, I'll be there soon. I'll be there soon. And okay. then uh, yeah. Thank you. Well, did you get through? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I had to pay him, but of course you did. That's how that's how business works. Well, I I need to make money too. Well, listen, wait, we gotta wait for him to get here. Do you wanna do you wanna watch some TV or something? Or maybe we could play a game, perhaps. I I don't know. What are you thinking? Um no, wait a minute. You're trying to get another hour out of me. What? No, I wouldn't do that. I'm I'm out of here. I'm going back down the road. Oh, I live downstairs too. You're still in my house. No, that doesn't count as part of the, you gave me the phone book hour cut. I'll help you get down. We'll go down slowly. <laughs> no, we're not going down. We're going down so I'm slow. going first. Okay. I'll you can co- come down with me, but I'm going first. You're uh, not controlling my speed. All right, I'll come down with you. I need to be down there in 20 minutes for the guy. And so Leopold began to climb down, but the phantom was pulling the rope up, so it seemed like Leopold was just standing in place. <laughs> for a while. Oh, what the heck is happening? It's feeling like I'm doing this forever. Oh, somebody turned the rope to up. I'm sorry. I'll turn it down for you. What do you mean turn the rope to up? It's not electronic. Yeah, well, you you're know, pulling me. I didn't mean to. I thought it was down. You said you were coming down. I'm coming right down. I swear. No, don't let go of the rope. <laughs> ah! Leopold fell into a heap on the floor, knocked unconscious. Finally, 20 minutes passed, and he began to come to. Oh, what the hell? Oh, what are you do, doing small tasks for? I'm not paying you for that. Hey, you uh, you said that I'm on the clock, and I never officially punched out. I was knocked out. Here, I ironed your jacket for you. You're, you're almost at an hour. Come on. I know. I need to pay the bills somehow. Oh, oh. Hey, while you were out, this uh, piano tuner guy came about five minutes ago. I told him to just go loiter and uh, run the clock down. Oh, no. Where'd he go? Well, he's already charged. He's down over there. Oh, God. (sighs) Where you been? This golden man told me to just loiter around. You going to tune a piano or what? Yes, come on. And he's trying to. Oh, come on, please. Uh, Do I pay for your travel? Does that no, count as the clock? No, it's fine. The clock started when I got here, but I couldn't find you. And this guy, I don't know, he's, uh, is he supposed to be a ghost or something? Because I feel like he's alive. He told me to just hang around. I'm not actually a phantom. People always think that I am, but I'm not. I just live here. It's weird. I know. Hey, do you want me to show you some scrapbooks about the history of this place? No, that's... Is that a job? I mean, yeah. I'm informing. I'm like a tour guide. That has nothing even to do with me. Other people own this theater. They could pay you for that. Well, you know, I'm on your clock, so. Punch out! <laughs> I'm also on your clock, but I do, I do love symphonic history, so it's up to you. I mean, it, it, we can spend this hour however we want. All right, let's do it. No, go to the piano quick. My boss is going to come down soon. Listen, okay. we'll go to the piano quick if you pay us each five more dollars. What? No, the piano, you can't be on board with that. Well, it's, uh, I've already been waiting around for a little bit, and now I'm giving up a symphony tour, which is almost like danger pay when you to think about fair, it. To him getting five more dollars an hour would actually make him what he usually gets paid to tune a piano. I thought I started this day as the master negotiator, and now I'm being drained. 
Well, welcome to business, son. Oh, yep, welcome to business. Okay. I'll pay you $5 to clock out. Oh, $5 to clock out? Oh, well, I better see that money now, then. Here you go. All right, thank you. And I'll pay you, Mr. Piano Tuner, $5 to never speak to this phantom again. Oh, okay. Can I say uh, one thing to him before I stop talking to him forever? Yes. Yeah, you can say goodbye. Uh, Mr. Phantom, sir, I like your mask. And were this a different time and place, I would love that scrapbook tour. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Maybe once this guy's gone, we can clock back in and do that tour. No, no. Five dollars <laughs> to never talk to him again. Well, oh. bye. There's not even an actual punch in clock. Oh, that's right. So I can't punch out. No. Well, let's get to tuning this piano. No, don't follow me. And so they began to tune the piano, doing each string meticulously, getting the tone just right. For tonight was the big concert. And if Barry didn't kill it, there would all, well, there would be hell to pay. That's for sure. <sighs> okay. How much more time do you need? Almost got it. Just got to tune the second E. The last one that we always save because it's the most important. Uh, I think you'll agree. It's all sounding clear as a bell and all the notes are correct because I do this professionally. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Okay, good. My boss is going to like this, I think. Ugh. Okay, uh, just uh, this last one takes a little while, and I'm sorry, because I know we're on a clock here, but I just want to make sure that... Leopold! Leopold! No! Uh, oh, quick, get into my jacket! Oh, as we discussed, yes, of course! <laughs> Do you mind if I jump in, too? No! Yeah, get in here! <laughs> no, no! Uh, it's so tight! I'll play your legs, Anna. Oh, God. No, you're not my arms. I need the piano tuner tuning. Oh, but I can do magic tricks. No. Uh, there you are. Sorry, I've Barry. Got, I've gotten all my screams out and a couple of cries just for fun. How is it going? It's going good. We just have the E. Ah, the last one, because it's the most important. Well, you've really come along as a piano tuner. I'm quite surprised. And your yeah. arms and legs are so thick. And so is your back. Yeah, yeah, as you can see, I'm I'm tuning while talking to you. Uh, I know multitasking. Tell him, tell him that we got very uh, jacked from doing all that tuning. All those tuning keys made us made us really muscular. Tell oh, him that. Yeah, um, my back's muscular because of all the tuning. Wow, that's I can I can see that your 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 muscles are are are, are moving around as if possessed with a life of their own. That's. I'm I'm quite impressed with your personal development on several fronts this afternoon, Leopold. Thank you. And as you can see, multitasking wasn't even on my resume, and I'm doing it now by talking to you and moving my hands. Yes. Your resume actually said you were quite bad at multitasking, so this is very surprising. Yeah. Don't know why you'd put that on a resume, but that's what it said. I got to tell you, Leopold, I'm back on the clock now helping you multitask, so... No, you're just stomping my feet. <laughs> I'm multitasking for you, I'm making it look like you can do a bunch of things at the same time. So oh. I'm back on the clock. Sorry, Barry, man. Barry's looking at my legs. He knows something's <laughs> up. Yeah, I'm tap um, dancing for you. Leopold, are your legs uh, alternately tap dancing and, and doing leg based magic? Uh, yeah, we're doing sleight of hand and also the routine I saw uh, last week in the production of Stomp. Leopold, 
ask him if this was his card. Up. I'm not asking. He didn't even start with cards. Just ask him if this was his card. Come on. Yeah, ask him. I want to see this. Okay. Okay. Ask him. Ask him. Uh, um, Barry, is this your card? What? That, is, is, by, what? My pant leg is it's taped to my pant leg. Is that your card? I I don't know what this playing card is meant to symbolize, Leopold, but I, I will cherish it forever as a memento of a life changing afternoon. I guess it was. Should you finish tuning this piano? <laughs> yeah, sorry, Barry. I uh too much multitasking, maybe. Yes, there's nothing wrong with being prolific, but it's also good to focus on one thing, as I have focused on the art of the piano for many, many years to get revenge on all who have scorned me. So it must go well. Okay, okay, Barry, and it will. Um, if you just uh, maybe uh, take off for a second and come right back, it'll be all good for you. Okay, yes, I will... Uh... I will. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go fix my makeup, which has been ruined through uh, scream crying, and I will return. And so Barry went back up to his dressing room to fix his makeup while they finished tuning the piano. Okay. Good. Um. All right. Okay. Oh God. I think it's almost done. You can calm down now. Yeah. Yeah. Just... I, th- I think I pretty much got it, and this, and that was with no that was no looksies too. I got to did myself on this one because yeah. I was just uh, inside your coat. And right as the piano tuner was finishing the final E, we suddenly heard a snap. The final E string had broken. The piano could not be tuned completely. Oh, oh, oh. And Abraham said to piano, let the E snap. What? In the world? Is that Abraham from the Bible? Hey, I've read that book before. Top seats for Abraham. I'm up on the balcony. (laughs) Why'd you snap the string, Abraham? Because if I was to be honest with you, Barry, not a good man. Hmm. He wants revenge. That's not very Bible-esque. Well, actually, it kind of is very Bible-esque if you really... There's a lot of revenge in the Bible. Well... Tons of it. (laughs) I mean, God gets a lot of revenge on a lot of people. And I famously killed both of my kids (laughs) out of revenge. Yeah, because uh, uh, your boss scorned you, so you killed your kids. You know I what? I don't know. It's been a while. You've changed my mind on the Bible, and <laughs> I have to apologize to you because I have completely ruined this piano. That's okay. Listen, I have an idea that we might be able to solve this problem, Leopold. What? Uh, but it's going to cost you if you want this idea. To I work. don't have any more money. Well, and I'm just realizing that the deal was that if I did fix the piano, then I would get a raise. So presumably I didn't get a raise today. I'm just so saying. I'm already paying more money than what Leopold. Listen, I'm getting if you want to get your raise. You want to fix this piano. I can help you, but it's going to cost you. But what's it going to cost me? Well, ten more dollars, ten more dollars. Listen, this is an hourly raise, so you're going to get that raise forever. I'm just asking for a one time ten dollar fee. Yeah, it's pretty reasonable. I'm not speaking to him directly as per a deal, but I do think he's correct. 
I gave him $7 just to give me a phone book, $5 just to go away. And now $10 for what? Oh, what the, is it? And the extra uh, three and a half dollars for being your arms. I was back on the clock there for the second hour. Oh, we've passed the second hour. Yeah, and sorry. Lunch. You passed lunch. it for me, too, unfortunately. It just rolled over. Oh, God, I'm going to be on the streets. Well, not if you do this right and you get your raise. What? Okay, so. All right. If I don't get this raise, I'm going to be on the streets now. Yeah, but you're going to get this raise with my, this plan. I don't have $10 for you. Is, well, is it an IOU? I'll, I'll invoice you tomorrow. Don't worry. Once you get paid. Okay. All right. Here's the plan. Yeah. Leopold. Okay. You're going to sit inside that piano. And every time the little hammer comes down and hits you in the top of the head, you make the high E sound. <laughs> Did I have to pay you $10 before the idea was heard? <laughs> or can I just not take that idea? The idea is out there. You got to pay me for it. Okay. You got to know your worth. I guess since it's already costing me $10 and this is all we have, I'll can, do it. Can I just say, as a trained and registered piano technician, that will work. That will be very convincing. <laughs> the, the idea is good and you should do it. Okay. Okay. I'll do it. We're so close to showtime. Abraham's already taken his seat. And so the concert was getting ready to go. Everyone was sitting down in their seats. The tickets were sold. The popcorn was bought. Everyone was ready to be blown away by Barry's fantastic concert. His ex-wife in the second row, the guy from the symphony there, too. And everyone from the record company was ready to be wowed by Mr. Piano Guy. Friends, fans, music lovers, record industry executives, scorned enemies from my past, <laughs> figures from the Bible, Hello. Sharon. Mm, yes, I brought you all here to choke on your regret. As you hear, the greatest and most moving piano piece ever performed. My piano tuner, Leopold, is gone for some reason, but I can only assume he'd finished a task which was 99% complete when last I saw him. And now, get ready to be moved beyond movement itself. Here we go. And Barry began to play the piano. It was the most beautiful thing anyone had ever heard. Going up and down the keyboard, he was making wonderful sounds. Getting closer and closer, though. That final E. That most important E. Closer and closer he got, and finally, his finger came down on the key. The little hammer went down and plonked Leopold on the head. Dunk. E. Hey, that's a man! That's not a piano. The place <laughs> erupted. Nobody had heard such a piano score where the final E was a man. Nobody had heard such a thing before. No one could even conceptualize that idea. Wow, his wife felt like a real idiot for letting him go. The symphony guy felt like a moron for not even considering him. 
the record companies were throwing contracts at the stage as paper airplanes. Everyone loved the concert. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I did that on purpose. That was the sound I wanted it to make. What? I have no idea what happened. Why did my piano sound like a man? No one must ever know that wasn't the mistake. Harry took a little peek inside the piano, and there peeking up at him was old Leopold. Uh, hi, Barry. I hope it was worth it. Leopold, you're bleeding. You're bleeding ever so profusely. That's right. Barry had hit the little E key so hard, the hammer went right through his skull, making a little hole. Barry, honestly, your friendship meant everything to me that I knew no matter how hard you hit that E key, it would make me smile. Leopold, I'm, I'm touched. All these years I've become good at piano out of revenge and and I've lost lost track of what the piano was all about. Making people smile no matter how much it hurts. That's right. Now, even though people really like this, I would ask that maybe uh, we don't sign any record deals where I have to continuously get bunked in the head. Oh, but what if they're good, though? What oh. if the deals are good, Leopold? Okay. Maybe take them then. I think I'm numb anyway. And so Barry signed on all the record deals. Hey, Leopold, you want me to help you with that bleeding? I can stop it for you. Please, Mr. Phantom, don't take any of my money anymore. I'm just going to say medical care ain't free. Oh, God. No, you're just taking. I can't even stop you from taking my wallet out That's of my right. pants. The ambulance ride up to my operating room is going to cost you a whole lot, too. But no, I don't want you to take care well, of me. Well, hop on my back. Wee you, wee you. Barry, wee help me. Barry. I can't hear you. I'm too busy signing things. Uh, spooked. <laughs> that was a scary story. Wow. <laughs> it's mostly just a story about a guy getting an increasingly bad deals. <laughs> That's scary. I mean, have you ever? Yeah, been, that is scary. Have you ever been like grifted by someone like that? That's not a good thing. Yep. I think. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, a uh, a man that uh, at the start knew his worth. <laughs> And demanded it, and then the industry broke him down to the point yeah. that he was bleeding from the head. Was the story of Canadian arts, yeah. <laughs> yes. and we turned it all back to it. Everything he can to help his friends, only to just be beaten down by the system. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever been that scared in your life, John? No, that was the most <laughs> top amount. From beginning to end. <laughs> Even when we were doing the interview? Oh, God, yes. The, <laughs> that was maybe the scariest part. That's true, it was. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Well, let's uh, do a round of uh, plugs. John, where plugs. can everyone follow you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at OKJohnBlair, okay, O-K-J-O-N-B-L-A-I-R. Okay, 
And if you want to see what I've been working on lately, if you go on YouTube, I have been doing a sketch show called Now More Than Ever. And you can see there's been three episodes of it and all of the sketches are up there individually as well. So that's on the old YouTube. Amazing. And we'll be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcast, yeah. as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com, see a full profile on John with direct links to those uh, social medias. And as well, check out the other episodes of the uh, podcast that he's done on the Sonar Network. Yeah, and you can uh, check out uh, my sketch troupe, too. We've been releasing some uh, sketches online every couple weeks, and uh, it's a boy-girl party sketch on Instagram, or, you know, find us on YouTube and you know, uh, take a watch. There you go. Spooked. Spooked. Spooked, guys. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.